0: If you want to learn something new, would you rather learn it on your own, from a random teacher, or from folks who are the best of the best in that skill? I think I know which option most of you would choose. That's made possible by MasterClass. In recent months, they've added classes from the likes of Ava DuVernay, who gives us tips on how to reframe our thinking in all walks of life. One of our personal favorites recently was the one-on-one time we got with Amy Poehler in her class on preparing to be unprepared. So good. With Ava DuVernay. With over 180 world-class instructors and a 30-day money-back guarantee for new members, there's no reason not to get started today. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash hard things. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash hard things. Masterclass.com slash hard things.
1: Birds are singing. The sun is out. Spring has sprung. Has your wardrobe followed suit? If not, you can get a refresh with Bombas That's B O M B A S dot com slash hard things and use code hard things at checkout. Well, on this Thanksgiving, the We Can Do Hard Things team, me, sister, Abby, Allison, Dina, Lauren, we are grateful for you. Yeah, we're grateful for this pod squad that we get to do this life together. We just can't believe this situation we found ourselves in with this podcast. We love it so damn much. And if you're mm-hmm. doing a turkey trot, no, you, good no. job. Who does a turkey trot? Good
0: job. Like keep going. You only have
1: a few more miles. <laughs> um. So this this Thanksgiving, we are presenting to you an episode we loved from last year, and it's about how to have a happiest holiday. Okay. It's just some happy-ish holiday hacks. We've got a few important ones. The first one is it's your effing holiday. The second one is eat, drink, and breathe. And the third one is be unsurprised. These are very important things for you to remember today. So do not continue on this wonderful but often very difficult day Mm -hmm. without listening to this episode to get you centered. Don't forget, life isn't about being happy. It's not about feeling happy. It's about feeling everything, and there's nothing like the holidays to make us feel everything. Mm. Everything. So. <laughs> we love you. We are grateful for you. Happiest Thanksgiving. Enjoy. The holidays are officially upon us. Ba ba ba. <laughs> so right after Halloween, I saw I sent Chase this meme. We we speak. He's Gen. What is he Gen Z? Gen Z. Yeah. So we and I'm a mom, so we speak in in memes to you each speak other. In Gen Gen Z and millennial. <laughs> right. Memes. Memes. And so I sent him one that said, "Now that Halloween's over, we can go into this really scary holidays where we have to go see our families
0: in the truly scary
1: holidays." Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. So I. F- Every year, we as a human species, we just, we just, ha- we have, we're like the Ted Lasso thing. We have memories of a goldfish. Every holiday, we go into it thinking, this will be the Folgers commercial holiday, <laughs> right? This will be the one where I get, my family gets their shit together. Everyone is grateful and kind and warm and cozy. And and then every year, we are shocked and stunned when actually we remember that the holidays aren't for making us ha- feel happy. They're just making, they just make us feel everything mm-hmm. deeper. Yeah. So if like things are good in our family, then we feel good. But if we've had loss or we have breakage or we have whatever, then we just feel all of those things more. Mm-hmm. So we are here, sister, Abby, and I are here to help you through hard holidays. I, mean, right? I actually
0: just think that this is our little like get together before our own holiday <laughs> exactly experiences.
1: Right, right. What they don't know is the Pod Squad is here to help us. That's exactly right. right. Through right. Exactly, our right. exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> right. I mean, it's a true
2: I th- I think it's a great thing to talk about because it I feel like part of the Pressure of the holidays is not talking about it being hard, you know. So mm-hmm. that it it it's like the phenomenon is if our family can't be happy on this day of all <laughs> days, then when can we ever be happy? And yeah. it's actually like the flip of that feels more true. It's like it's actually harder to be happy when everything is in such a high pressure moment. Yes. Like that. So I feel totally the same
0: way. I mean, I think I look back at the times in my life that are the best as a child. And I watched my mom stress Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. much preparing and perfecting every little bit to make sure everybody's experience was as she wanted it to be.
1: As she wanted it to be. That's what
0: we do. All (laughs) the food and every little bit and every tradition Mm -hmm. was remembered and acted upon And so just a couple of years ago, I remember feeling like, oh, this is what I'm I'm supposed to look like my mom. I'm I'm supposed to be stressed. Right. And I, I mean, a couple of years ago, I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't want to be that way. Like, I want to actually enjoy this. And and what I think it made me kind of delegate a little responsibility over the holidays of like certain, you know, sister, when you come and visit, like maybe you guys can make a meal one night and you know, we're, we're going to try new things this year, but at the end of the day, it's like this expectation of the holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes
1: expectation is what screws. It's that, it's that thing we say over and over again. The thing that screws us up is the picture in our head of how it's supposed to be. We were visiting our oldest at college recently. And one of the professors said, stop saying to your kids, these are going to be the best four years of your life. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Because, because first of all, they're actually really tough years. They're exciting, but also really tough. Yep. So when you say that to them and they have a hard time, they feel like they're failing. Mm-hmm. And also who the hell wants to hear that the best four years of your life are going to be done by the time you're 24? <laughs> like that, <laughs> just stop saying that shit. And you know what? That's the pressure we have on the holiday. It's yep. the yep. most wonderful, the wonderful time, time of the year. year. You know, so it should just be like, it's the
2: most time of the year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because that's that's what so it is. good. It's the most of everything. <laughs> we take it's the most sounds. It's the most people. Colors. It's the most
1: obligations. It's the most lights. Expectations. It's just most. And yeah. it since it's the most advertised to us, this vibe we're supposed to have. We are chasing this vibe that we feel responsible mostly parents mostly moms I'll say <laughs> to create mm-hmm. so I mean our kids do you remember last year Tish is sitting in the in the freaking living room everything's decorated all the things the fake fires on the TV the fake candles I'm not actually gonna bake cookies but I have the the cookie candles <laughs> smells like things are baking everything's going and she's like I just don't feel like it's Christmas. I just feel like it's that feeling of I'm in, I'm in, what is it? I'm in Kyoto, Kyoto, missing Kyoto. It's like, it's that feeling oh, where you're Bridgers, in the yeah. moment and you're still yearning yeah, for this yeah, thing yeah. because the thing you're yearning for is not real. It's created by the TV. That's right. Right? Yeah. So really what the holidays are, it's just like a day or whatever where we, where, where it's the most, where mm-hmm. it brings us the most feeling. Okay. So what we know is that we can do hard things. Like get through the holidays. Um but I mean, s- I don't know. I'll let you know. Actually, that's a good point. <laughs> I will let you know. <laughs> okay. So how about this? We can do hard things like talk about the holidays for the next hour. We can hour. talk about the hard holidays. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll yeah. take that. Um, let's start with the and next And also just
0: before we start, I I just wanna I just wanna say this. Just gotta clear my conscience. I told Chase. Go have the time of your life. That was the last thing I said to him before he left her college. And so now I just needed to tell you
1: that, that I messed up. Okay. So when no. he comes home, you just say, what I meant was go have a time. Go have a time, yeah, of but the your time life. of your life. Go have a time of your life. <laughs> you can always be having
2: the time of your life if okay. you're in that time of your life. It's okay. it's saying specifically these finite four years are the best you got, so okay. don't fuck it up. Okay, yeah. so I didn't,
0: I didn't, re- I didn't have no. a bad parenting moment. No, you no. just no. mediocre. I could have been better.
1: Well, I just you know, <laughs> and then it's like who, all the kids who don't go to college, and actually for me, college was one of the worst times of my life, and mm. it's just you know, I, th- I think you, you did great. Okay.
0: We can move on. I've cleared my conscience and we're good out now. Okay. Thank you.
1: Um. Okay. Sister, start us <laughs> off because the next right thing, as we know, is always looking at the dragon in the snow globe, always telling the truth first. So let's start there. Yes.
2: Okay. Since we're talking today about the hard truth of our lives and families and holidays, it makes sense to start with the truth about this holiday specifically. So um, this holiday purports to mark friendship among indigenous peoples (laughs) and pilgrims. Um, But the truth is that the first settlers and the U.S. government's forced removals, theft of land Biological warfare with smallpox and massacres actually was genocide. So the population of indigenous people went from 15 million um, before Columbus's arrival to uh, fewer than 238,000 over the course of 400 years. It's just good to say that right out loud. And um, so we're not perpetuating a myth. And the Also, I feel like over the holidays, it has so much to do with home and ritual. So it's important to tell the truth about the places we call home, Mm -hmm. and including acknowledging that we live on the ancestral stolen land of Indigenous people. I live on the land of the Piscataway, and you live on the land of the Tongva. So if can I have like 2 minutes to tell you about this Please. land since you're oh, new I love that. You're new to this to that area. So you're living on indigenous land that ha- was known for thousands of years as the Tovanar and that means the world. So it's the land of the Tongba. Tongba means people of the earth because of their belief that humans were not the peak of um creation, but just part of a web that stemmed from Mother Earth. And they lived in constant relation and reciprocity with that land that you're on for thousands of thousands of years in like a hundred different villages right around where you are until Spanish settlers arrived and they stole their land and enslaved them in the missions that they set up there. They were forced to abandon their rituals and decimated by European diseases. And then the U.S. took control over California. At that point, they were denied their basic rights and their children were taken from them and forced into Indian boarding schools. And they were not formally acknowledged by the California government until 1994. And they've never been recognized by the federal government or been granted land. So they have no place to live or gather or bury their ancestors. But there are still 2,500 Tongva people in the region and they are resilient and they do a lot around you to preserve their artifacts and heritage and resurrect their
1: language. So to everybody listening, um, we can do hard things like talk to our kids about the land that they're living on. You can do this. You can learn about the land where you live at native-land.ca. Go there with your kiddos and talk about the truth about um, this country. Think about how delicately you hold your baby, you dress your baby, and you feed your baby. it's match. That's right. So, download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers Cash. Redeem your Pampers Cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Okay, let's go on to our holiday hacks. Besides telling the truth, we have more. And on this list of holiday hacks, you will not find things such as how to get your cooking done or your shopping done, okay? <laughs> Those are not the hacks of which I understand. So go to a different <laughs> podcast or source to learn how to do adulting things. Here, we talk less about adulting and more about humaning. So our hacks are about, to, are about how to get through the humaning part of the holidays, Right. Okay. And are Which... by
2: definition not hacks because aren't hacks like super easy things to do? Yeah,
1: yeah. I actually don't think
2: hard hacks. Any hacks here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that I think that the words people might have gotten this wrong.
2: You mean me? We read hacks on a meme and we were like, "Good, let's get some of those." <laughs> that sounds fun. That sounds
1: good. I love the show called "Oh hacks. God's Children <laughs> Get Hacks." <laughs> yeah. So here's your unhack. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's your first unhack, and. What we're calling the first hack is number one. It's your effing holiday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's our hack.
2: Oh yeah, I'm I'm subtitling it. Normalize not doing shit you hate over the holidays. Okay, that is exactly right. (laughs) Okay,
1: yes. So it might seem like an obvious one, but I'm telling you, every single one of my friends, like all three of them. You know what? You you, you kind of keep making fun of yourself, but guess who's getting friends? I know I am. I'm working on it. I'm so excited. So all five of my friends. Yeah, it's not three. It's yeah. five. So when they talk about the holidays, they talk about why they hate it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then they list the reason they hate it is because they tell me all the things they have to do that they hate. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. But so I keep thinking, wh- what if, like, would we hate the holidays less if we stop doing the things we hate That's on right. the holidays. That's right. How would we untake kind of like untame our holidays in that way? Do you have uh-huh. any ideas oh, or I stories do. for us, sister bear? Okay. Or I have ideas. Abby Bear sister, go, go for it. No. no,
0: sister go. Mine have everything to do with cooking. So sister go, I wanna <laughs> hear yours.
2: Mine have nothing to do with cooking. Um, well, I just it's it's completely true. Forty five percent of Americans say that they would prefer just to skip the winter holidays. Okay? Oh,
1: bless them. That yeah. is almost half of <laughs> all of the people
2: that's are just like, just prefer, just bump January. <laughs> I mean, that's that's so sad. And I don't think it's because we, I think people love parts of the holidays. Yes. I just think that we love parts that, that don't make up a large part of the pie chart that we spend our holiday time on. Mm. Yes. I was in the post office a couple (laughs) of weeks ago and I met a a new friend. I don't know her name, but she, we were talking about the holidays coming up. Okay. This is what I surmised in the 10 minute conversation with her. She grew up with a very complicated um, holiday situation. So she desperately wants to be, by herself on the holidays, doing something different. She wants to take a trip or
1: something. I love her already. I love
2: her too. But her sister can't bear the thought of her being by herself on the holidays because her sister can't imagine being alone on the holidays. I love her too. Yes. (laughs) So my post office friend is going to lie to her sister and say she's spending the holidays with her best friend so that her sister won't save her from the holiday she wants and force her to have the holiday her sister wants for her. So this is crazy. And I don't tell my... Post office read this because I'm very proud of her for just trying to get what. Yes, she needs. that's a good lie. But I think just why can't folks decide what feels like a holiday to them, since it actually is their holiday? I know. Too. Like it's, I know, and it's hard. I think because people just feel like this is the way it's always been done, or everyone hold so tightly to like this vision of what they think it should be. But I was thinking back and I remember the first time I kind of broke with our family traditions. And this is odd because our in our family growing up, the biggest holiday of the year was New Year's Eve because Mm -hmm. that was we have a billion teen Um, cousins in Ohio. And it was the one time of the year where the whole family got together. So we would drive all the way up. Everybody would meet there, all the cousins and the aunts and uncles and all the people. And we had all kinds of traditions and rituals and ridiculousness. And I never missed one, like all Mm -hmm. through college, all through law school. And then right after I got divorced, I just didn't feel like it. Because I, it's not that I didn't feel like it. It's I felt like doing something different. Like I mm-hmm. wanted to do something that just actually felt like a relief. I think. Yes. I think it's the idea of we act like we don't need a holiday. Mm-hmm. Just, but I needed to go do something that filled me up. Yes. Mm. And I think we just think holiday, insert all of these obligations, as opposed to holiday is actually for the filling of me. Yeah. That's good. And of my people. And so I, it was awkward because it was kind of like record, you know, I'm not Mm -hmm. coming this year and I, instead I went to Costa Rica with a friend and also packed like, six pairs of high heels because I did not read the itinerary, but we were in the rainforest (laughs) and legit did. And it was, yes. And, um, but missing that holiday tradition, I think about it a lot because it, it's now one of my most precious memories. Mm. And I think it's because I was so close to not doing it. Mm -hmm. And I just, remember watching the sky above me on the Osa Peninsula when the new year rang in and like all of the paper lanterns going up Mm -hmm. and I remember feeling so full of wonder and newness and feeling like Mm -hmm. oh I can feel wonder and newness Mm -hmm. and that was a new feeling to me again and also Carlos with a K because that memory oh. has only about ninety five percent to do.
1: I remember with Carlos him. with a K
2: and his dog named Danger. Yes, oh Danger. Okay. Yes. Carlos yeah. with a K and a
1: dog named Danger. I know red where flag. this is going. Red, flag. red <laughs> flags,
2: <laughs> no. green, green flag. Happy New Year, but sisters the, the painting point... those
1: red flags green all the time. Go ahead.
2: But the point is, is that I feel like it just. If we viewed all of the things that we do every year as options and experiments, like Mm -hmm. you, you should be experimenting to see if what you're choosing to do with your time and your family's time is working for you and your family to fill yourself up. You know, is it actually feel correct? Can I make an aside about that? um i feel like it's very it just reminded me of that year after the divorce if anyone is listening to this and is going through a transition of life like any kind of breakup or divorce or you lost a job or anything that your family culture will deem big just please please for the love of god like use this fleeting moment of freedom because it is like mm-hmm the mm. It's like you're playing Mario Brothers and you just like hit the superstar. You have this this rare moment of temporary <laughs> invincibility where n- no one can say shit to you that like yeah. use it do use it something you want for the holidays, and mm-hmm. it would and and you'll get away with it, and you should and you'll be very happy.
1: Yeah. yeah. Go it, ahead and surprise yourself. Yeah. Yes. I think that's that magic you that's felt. Right. It's also you chose yourself yeah. and that is a magic. That's a revolution. You yeah. were feeling revolution when you were mm-hmm. looking at that because breaking free from tradition, tradition is what keeps us, it, it's an important thing, right? There's mm-hmm. no, this is an and both situation, Totally, but tradition really keeps us Caged in certain ways, you know. Absolutely, it's like what they call tradition, peer pressure from dead people. It's like <laughs> seriously, like we, we can think it through. What if our tradition is there's? It's like choosing this the letter of the law over the over the spirit of the law. Like, mm-hmm. what if the tradition each holiday is? What does what do I and my family need this year yeah. to feel? Free and held and fueled and loved and Mm -hmm. relaxed and whatever. What if that's the tradition? Yes. And then you Mm -hmm. move parts because families or people are not static. Like what created Mm -hmm. something beautiful 20 years ago might very well not be what this particular person and this particular family need in this moment this year. Yes. So when we use that, it's using an old blueprint Mm -hmm. for what our family needs right now. I totally
0: agree. And I think, you know, for for you listener out there who might be also experiencing some sort of transition or divorce, my choice during my divorce went very differently than sisters. And I just want to put that out there that some people might not have the ability to go to Costa Rica or have a life changing experience like you did. I just sat in a hotel room by myself during the the holiday of Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. One year that that and and honestly it was like the saddest experience. So like looking back, maybe I could have done something a little bit more productive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think what sister you're saying is like there is a choice you have. And like you get to choose yourself. And this moment might not last because guess what? I met you and our family six Mm -hmm. months later, and here I am having like totally different family holidays. So. I think
1: you probably knew what you needed in that moment though, because yeah. sometimes I think when we go through something that brutal, it's like, we're, you know how crabs, like they, they, they molt and they have to, they lose their hard shell mm. and they're soft shell crabs yeah. for a while because yeah. they, and so when they are, when they're molting, when they're transforming, because they've grown, it's a mm-hmm. growth pattern. They have to hide because they're so vulnerable because they don't have a hard shell.
0: Oh, that was totally me.
1: Right. They have so yeah. so they instinctively know that oh. they're more vulnerable and sometimes when we when we step back into family patterns, mm-hmm. we know, like think about you you probably knew in your soul that this person was going to say this and that person was going to ask that question and that like you were not at your strongest yeah. and you were in a moment where you were a soft shell crab and so yeah. you needed to like do the equivalent of burrowing under a Totally, coral reef or whatever crabs do.
0: (laughs) This makes me feel really sad for soft shell crabs that get eaten. I feel proud of
1: them because they know what they need. No, I know, but the
0: ones that get eaten.
1: Yeah, they. Those are the ones who went back to their families for the holidays. Yes. They didn't listen to their instinct, which said, hide, hide. They they bowed to the tradition of crab effing families forever. Their mother called and said, what do you, what the hell do you mean, little crab? You're not coming back for the holidays. And instead of standing strong, those crabs went. And now look what happened. They're dead. Crab cakes. Crab, crab cakes. cakes. Don't yeah. be a
2: crab cake some this some holiday. Crab cakes. And it's such a good point because it's not just... It's what works for you year to year. I mean, people yeah. who are going through grief, something that may have, you know, filled you up for the past 10 years in this moment yes, might not. And you have to be able to, you know, honor your traditions and honor your needs. And if honoring your needs makes you not be able to honor your traditions, you need to just go
1: with that. Amen. And, Choose that.
2: Yes. And just practice. Like, and sometimes
1: it's just an extra minute. It's like, wait, before you, this all starts, you know, it's all starting. Mm-hmm. Sit down and take a minute and be like, wait, what do I want That's from good. these holidays? What do, right? I, what do you want? What do you want? It's not just like, what does my family want from me? What does yeah. everyone want from me? I'm just going to go and do mm-hmm. it. But like an intentional moment of like, what do I need from these holidays?
0: I mean, I remember trying to weed through some of the traditions that we've had and sit down with your kids too, if you have them. I mean, Tish won't let us get rid of anyone. Yeah, tradition. She's a she's a she's a tradition girl. hoarder. Yeah. She yeah. is. I mean, yeah. and anything every year, if it's new that we've done it, it is now officially a tradition in our family, and we will continue doing. <laughs> That's this That's why we year have to be year. so
1: careful starting things with I know. her. It's really. But but I also want to suggest that there are small things like yes, not uh, uh, you know because so many people are going. I can't not go to see my family. I get that. You know, there's there's that. But there are small things you can do for us. I remember having this, my parents are with us every Christmas and they are gift people. So they spend like all year creating these beautiful gifts. And so what would happen is that on Christmas morning, there would be this time where they were presenting their gifts and it was so important to them that it would end up stressing everyone out because it needed to be this like very big presentation. But we kept doing it. Every year, every year we kept doing it until we figured out, okay, we're not going to, that's a beautiful tradition. We're not going to throw it away. But what if we give mom and dad Christmas Eve? Mm. What if Christmas Eve is when they do their presents? Because Mm -hmm. that's a calmer time. Like the kids don't have other gifts around, so they're Mm -hmm. not distracted. And then Christmas morning is the free for all, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I just feel like if there's moments in the holidays that are creating misery or stress, Sometimes it's creativity and not just throwing the thing out. Right. And there's so many little... Just because it's working for everyone
2: else doesn't mean that it's working for you. And all those little micro changes, like I have a friend, her parents were divorced. And basically, she was like time clocked on, you know, you go Christmas morning for here. And if you... That's got to be for two hours and 15 minutes. And then you got to make sure you get in the car at this time and go here for two hours and 15 minutes and not Mm. make... So her thing is my immediate family gets the first like three hours no one is allowed in our house with your mm-hmm. extra agendas. Mm-hmm. And then after that, there is no agenda because her kind of core, you know, trauma around Christmas was, oh, it has to do with equitable splitting up of all the minutes. Ugh, and God. and so it's just knowing yourself enough to know what actually is going to feel like I can breathe well. Yes. That's good. Also, not for nothing, just deciding on quantity. Like, 70% of people, their primary feeling during the holidays is stress over not having enough time and stress over not having enough money. Mm -hmm. But but we get to choose how we allocate our time and we get to choose how we allocate our dollars. So, it's not like a, it's a trap to go in without intentions. But if you're just like... (laughs) practicing that's not going to work for us this year. We're, here's the four things we love to do over the holidays. And that's what we're doing. And also here's how much money we're going to spend. And we're not going to spend more than that.
1: Yes. Yes. It's like the energy difference of like the energetic difference of like, I just, I don't have enough time to make everyone happy. And like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't have enough time to make everyone happy. <laughs> so like, I'm not going yeah. to try. Anymore. Like, not a problem, like, just a Not fact. a problem. You just literally don't
2: have time to make people happy. Yeah. yeah. The weather's getting warmer, which is wonderful because we can say bye-bye to big bulky sweaters and jackets and hello to shorts and tees. I just ordered three of Quince's muscle tanks check out their European linen shirt dress. I got it in the blue and white stripes, classic. It's beautiful and summery and gorgeous and linen, and it was less than $50. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and Quince cuts out the costs of the middleman and passes the savings to us. But they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. You will love all of it get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash hard things for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash hard things to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash hard things.
1: Our kids are not allowed. They have their little Christmas lists. And they're locked by Thanksgiving. Ooh, Nobody's allowed bad. to add another thing to their Christmas list after Thanksgiving. It's coming up. So they're like, obviously, you know, frantically finishing. <laughs> they're they're, they're strugs right now. They're like, oh ah! And they, and and because then you, they're not spending, we're not spending a moment of our freaking rest of our weeks. What do you want? What do you, it's so, it, it's so ugly and oh, weird. Oh, and my
2: kids always two days before decide that in fact- The one big gift that they'd been asking for for six months is, in fact, not the thing they want, which I've already wrapped. And it will be.
1: Because the the, the advertising is so. The YouTube told them. Yes. And it's never been more intense than in December. So if they mentally know there's nothing else, like that's it, then it's sort of like a resistance to all of that. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and for us, then we're not worrying about it. It's like I don't know. That's just a little thing. That's a smart idea. That, that I think us. that's a hashtag hack. Is that a hashtag hack? Did yes. I do a hack? <laughs> it is <sighs> hack lists due by Thanksgiving. Yeah, but now I'm trying to hack it out, and I don't know how hacks work. But I'm really excited that that might be a hack. I think okay. it is.
2: Great, it great, is. great.
1: Okay, so it's your effing holiday was number one. Number two, and I don't have a lot of. um a whole lot to say about this because I haven't nailed this one at all, but I just want to talk about it, which it's the fact that the holidays for people who have food and body issues, what I can say is for me, the holidays are a shit show of like all of the food stuff coming up. And and I think it's a combination of a lot of things. It's like that there is so much food wrapped around in in the holiday stuff, but it's also because um when we go back into tradition or to family or to a- anything that like drives us toward the old that brings up all of the patterns that kind of led us to eating disorders anyway. So I just think there's like a an awareness that we have where we are people with, um, eating stuff are kind of soft shell craps during the holidays. So we don't have our hard shell and we're, and we're maybe some out of our, our structure, whatever. So, um, knowing that I, I try to eat big meals. Mm-hmm. I try to eat it, eat a big breakfast, eat a big lunch and eat a big dinner. Like that makes me I think what we do sometimes is is when we're worried about food, we're like, okay, I'm gonna um it's it's a it's Thanksgiving or whatever and I'm gonna have a huge dinner so I have to starve myself. I have to not eat and then I'll be okay to eat dinner. Like Yeah, that whole it's not that right. ritual that everybody on the planet does it's is weird so for us. Yeah, it doesn't help us because it brings back the scarcity feelings and the it's just like what I'll say is for me, it's important to like feed myself. Myself, feed myself through, feed myself again, feed my like I get. I deserve to eat every day of the holidays, even if I had a big meal the night before, even if I, it's just a time to let yourself be juicy and human juicy. and trust nice. your, your appetite. And just <clears throat> and then I constantly, I actually do this every day of my life, so it's maybe not a holiday hack, it's just like a human hack. Is that I'm constantly carry around a cup of tea Mm -hmm. or coffee Mm -hmm. all the time. It's like my hands around a mug remind me of the fact that I am, um, I don't know, cozy, loved. It's like the warmth of it just makes me feel good. It's the oral fixation of having something right there. Um, It makes me feel strong and loved and okay. Okay. It's a shield of some sort. And I don't yeah. I wasn't going to say that because no, I don't I totally know how to explain that. it. It's, it's like, a shield. I feel serious about
0: myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like I am.
1: I could throw this tea on you if I need yeah, to. Yeah, come at me. Yeah, it's hot. It reminds me of like if I'm going into a social situation, I will sometimes, especially if it's a wedding, I will chew gum. Huh? I don't know why that feels like a shield to me. Yeah, because you're like, it's like, look I at can't... me, my jawline. I am serious. Well, business. and it's like I can't talk because I'm chewing gum.
2: <laughs> you know. Also, what? You don't call this. us. Don't Literally call she... us.
1: I, we know you're not supposed to chew gum at weddings. We know we're not. Oh, it's. I don't. Um, I'm not. I don't care. That's a tradition. Yeah. If I have to chew gum yeah. at a wedding, that I'm gonna. I can't drink. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So you can have six vodkas, but I can't have double mint. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I was just going to say the tea thing
2: is a great call and a um, for sober people because I feel like that's a whole nother huge aspect to the holidays. Yes. It's like, you know, why y'all can handle this? You know, why you could get through this is because you are wasted.
1: Yes. Can we? That's a hack. Sober mm-hmm. people get to do whatever yes. the hell they want. I mean, Abby and I will never be anywhere past nine o'clock. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. when people start drinking, bless you. We love you. We love you. We do not judge you except a little bit after nine o'clock because (laughs) everybody thinks they're hilarious. Everybody's saying things that maybe they wouldn't say. It just gets a little bit louder, a little bit
0: more obnoxious and like nothing ever after nine or 10 o'clock, like nothing good ever Nothing good happens after nine o'clock or
2: nine
1: o'clock at night. Well, you're
2: having different experiences. I do the same thing. Like I really just, everyone who is sober listening over the holidays, like you get to, you get to be odd too. Okay. Yes. Because it's not just you being odd. Everyone's being odd. The person over there, she's on her 12th string. She's saying some crazy shit. If you (sighs) want to go sit on a couch in another room. That's just as odd as what everyone else is doing. That's right. So just do. I I have given myself blanket, um, authorization to do whatever I I want because even being a sober person over the holidays is a thing you're actively doing all the time.
1: And everybody else has their strategy of just Mm -hmm. drinking to survive. You get to use your strategy, and you should. And you should, which is leaving, which is removing yourself, which is whatever you need to do. I love that. There's this one weird <laughs> thing that I want to say that I do that is is strange because I'm not an outside person, but there's something about holiday days that makes me need to go stand outside in the cold, 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 maybe every couple of hours. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I whatever home I'm in. It's beautiful and there's so many people there and all the things are happening, but I have to step outside. It's take a deep breath Mm. and just give my, it's like not enough to be in a different room. I have to be outside. Mm -hmm. Little breaks outside for a few moments and deep breaths out there. If you just, just try it.
0: It's like almost like, uh, you know how they say taking cold showers, yeah, <laughs> like wakes you up, you know, like sometimes it can get really daunting being with a lot of family during the holidays that like getting outside, if it's cold where you live, like it's like a good splash. Yeah. Right? Like it's like getting yourself like woken back up to like, oh, what, what are my boundaries? Where, why am I here? Like, am I good? Are you okay? It's like checking in with checking yourself. In. yeah. It, that's
1: what it is. It's a little meeting with yourself where you're reminding yourself of who you are, yeah. of um, all the good things. Yeah, because right? it's
0: very easy to get wound up and to get wrapped up in all of your familial rememberings. Yeah, and you get all of, lost. All of those ways, like, oh, Oh, here here's my brother and sister. They're teasing me again because yes. this is the way of my family. Or here we go down this weird road again. And I don't <laughs> yes. love this road. <laughs> yes. Like
1: yes. Jesus. I don't love this road. It's like the touch tree. That's what it is. The leaving is the like That's returning good. to my touch tree That's when good. I get a little bit lost, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so so work in those those touch tree moments where you get to check in with yourself. One thing that just to to
0: circle back to the food bit, um, one thing that I've done. So the the first Thanksgiving we spent together, I made from scratch because that was like my value add to our family is cooking. I made from scratch all of the food. Oh yeah. Oh. And I spent three days, not only cooking it, but prepping it. It was like a whole week, like buying all the food, then prepping it, then making the plan for when and how we were going to do this with like one little oven. Mm -hmm. And so long story short, What we ended up doing was, okay, it's still important to me to cook the turkey. So I get a pre-cooked turkey, and then I, you know, zhuzh it up in the way that I like to put some butter and cook it. But then what we've decided, and yes, this is a privileged position, but, like, we just go get, like, already pre-made holiday sides. And that has freed up an entire week of my life. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. So... If you have the means to be able to do that, to be able to buy some of your time
1: back, do it. Well, it ended up being cheaper. It actually did. Then, then make buying all the rest. And and, and she it's was not worried. just a privilege thing. Like the we do it for
2: Thanksgiving with our we basically do like a potluck situation. Yeah. And yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's like it takes a hit on your part because you're like, I am not presenting the thing. But same thing. I was like, uh, no, thank you, ma'am. Like I yeah. am delighted to have everyone over and that's what I love to do. And also yeah. everyone bring a thing. Yes, that's right. And guess what? It doesn't taste that much worse or better. Like No, it, it tastes better so because people I are making
1: the one thing they know how to make. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, remember the year before you came, you were kind of appalled by this, but you said, what did you do last year? I said, we got our dinner from the grocery store. and she, he, she Abby was like, oh, did you like you did that package where you ordered it? And I was like, no, I went to the buffet <laughs> the day of Thanksgiving. I went to the buffet and I the scooped hot bar. A bunch, the hot bar and I <laughs> scooped <laughs> a bunch of shit into plastic containers. And the turkey was like slap, like little cuts of, you know, that you'd how efficient. So it was already sliced. It was already yeah. sliced. There was stuffing in there. There was potatoes. I mean, brilliant. And I just, sh- and, and I put them on the table and I just, and it was fine. Yeah, totally. It was fine. Totally. Yep. Okay. That's right.
2: <laughs> There's a lot of subscription-based stuff nowadays, which is great. You might get one as a gift. You might really want to try something during a trial period. You might even make the occasional impulse buy. But what happens when you forget you signed up for this platform or need to cancel after the trial period on the platform? For me, I can never even find where I signed up to begin with. It gets overwhelming, but Rocket Money is here to help. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash hard things. That's rocketmoney.com slash hard things. rocketmoney.com slash hard things.
1: So number two was, the number two hack was eat, drink, breathe. Okay? Eat, drink, breathe. Good luck. It's a good um, idea. Now, I feel strongly that this is the most important one. Yes, it is. This is sister is Bear. This is the most important holiday and perhaps life hack we can yes. offer you. Precious ones. Okay? Yes. And we are calling number three, be un- Surprised. <laughs> Sister, can you just start us off with this one? This yeah. one's my favorite ever. I
2: can. So a hundred percent we know what our family is. <laughs> right? Like the I the key maybe to life and but to the holidays is not allowing ourselves to be surprised <laughs> about what is zero percent surprising. <laughs> Correct. So, in order to have peace and integrity and not walk away from holiday events and the holidays in general, feeling like shit about ourselves and maniacal about our families, is just picking our 10%. Okay. Okay. So, our 10% is what will inevitably go down with our families over the holidays. Um, that we will for sure act to ourselves as if it's shocking. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And then they they are the kind of things, if you're trying to think of these, the kind of things that we will leave feeling ick about ourselves. Um, They will be the kind of things that we carry with us, the kind of things that we have to get in the car and immediately talk to the person in the car about yeah. ah, and okay. debrief on. So they're um, so like the comments about why we're not married yet, um, how many Weight Watchers points those potatoes might be <laughs> only because she's super curious. And also like anything that's a dog whistle, yes, of homophobia, racism. Uh-huh. It's like we have to pick those 10% of our family stuff that insults our soul. You know? Okay. So these are the mountains we're willing to die on. Yeah. And, and the good news is we do not have to die. You're that, right. Like, <laughs> you're right. You know, that's like, they're just the things that by thinking of them and preparing for them in advance, we don't spend the whole time walking on eggshells, holding our breath because they're, they wouldn't dare do it because the, yes, they would dare. They, will they would dare. dare. They yes. double dare you every time. They're going okay. to do that thing. And so we just, then we don't have to be scared about it happening. And then we don't have to leave berating ourselves for not saying, saying what something. we wish we would have said and just thinking so, about in the shower for the next six weeks.
1: Exactly. So basically what you're saying is you're going to spend the time preparing the retort anyway. Usually what we do is mm-hmm. we, Do it when it's too late. It's after the fact. We spend spend the whole year preparing (laughs) the retort we should have said (laughs) before, (laughs) afterwards. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to take even just, it's going to be less time. Yeah. We're just going to do it ahead of time instead.
0: Prepare for we're it. We're going
1: to prepare our retort to dog whistles, to racism, to homophobia, to the, the thing that our aunt is going to say about not being married, to whatever we know is going to happen. We are going to be ready. So instead of eggshells dreading, we're almost going to be hoping that, that shit comes. Yeah. So we can well, say I, our thing. And we're not mad about it. I'm not mad that two plus two
2: equals four. Like okay. th- We're not mad. We're just okay. like, Dorothy. Dorothy. Right. Right. Here's my response to you Dorothy. And and you know And that has that's brave. That takes some courage. Right. But right. we think in advance of it and we're not um we're not trying to be courageous. We're okay. trying to um ha- have ourselves
1: remain intact, in integrity. We're yes. trying to be in. we're trying to make the outside self and the inside self one, be integrated. So right. we're not abandoning ourselves by letting things go that we should not. I, that's okay. right to me. And it feels like that's the part that makes us feel ick when we leave our families
2: is because right. we let that 10% chip off of us. And then we're wondering, am I really 100% me? Because yes. in that moment, I wasn't. And so so I think also that's a, that's a service to ourselves, but it's also a service to our families because yes. The ten percent that we choose to uh, make our existence in that space align with our beliefs and our boundaries and the way we view the world, making ourselves show up in those in those ten percent of the spaces is what moves families down the field,
0: yes, and it makes it makes dr- dread it you you will dread family interactions less, yes, and you will break. terrible old familial patterns that need to be broken because
1: racism and homophobia and all of that shit. Those are traditions. Yeah.
0: I mean, listen, my mom and mom, I love you so much. If you're listening, just (laughs) turn up the volume a little bit down.
1: turn down.
0: No, turn it up. I want you to listen to
1: this (laughs) because
0: I'm going to have a moment. Almost every single time that I'm on the FaceTime with my mom, I haven't done my hair right. I have basically what's what's called a mohawk. I shave the sides of my head. And this is not a look my mother loves because it's evidently more gay to her or something. I'm not sure exactly because I've never had this conversation with her. But at the end of the day, she always says, whenever I'm not, I have not done my hair so that you can see the shaves on the sides. It's fallen over the shave. It looks like kind of like a normal short haircut right? Like a, a, a Bob, a Bob ish. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. A short Bob. And she's always like, oh my gosh, I love your hair like that mm. so much. And she doesn't understand that. I know that that's like her dog whistle to me. That's like, please don't wear your hair in the really gay way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that she thinks of it like that. I don't right. think that she's conscious of it. I think that she's just trying to like, Compliment me, and it's this backhanded thing. So it's like maybe one of these days I'm going to get the courage and be like, Mom, this is who I am. Whether my hair is this way or that way, like I am gay and proud of it. And also, like, stop this charade Mm -hmm. of like you thinking that you're going to somehow. Control my Mm -hmm. way of being. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And that's just like at the end of the day, it's like we just got to keep accepting people for who they are. So, this is a long story. It's so exactly right. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like I need to get brave enough to be like, Mom, I really love you and I know you mean well here, but please stop commenting on my hair because it's too loaded. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. too loaded. That's a good. There's too much loaded in it for me that I always leave those interactions feeling bad about myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's, I think like what we're kind of saying with some of this family, like that little zinger, like, and mothers with like, Oh, I love, have you lost weight or, yeah, or you look so
2: great. Implying you look like shit for the decade before. Yes.
0: There's so much loaded in what we say to each other. And I'm not perfect either. Like, but I, I just think that there's a little bit of consciousness that we can bring into some of this.
1: Yeah, and there's your ten percent, right? I mean, what you just said—that's loaded for me. That's your ten percent of yeah. pre- preparation, mm-hmm. because actually, babe, when you got off the phone the other day, I talked to you. Right, you were like, it. you said to me, I, she said it again. She always says it. She always, <laughs> always says it. And so it's like, wait a minute, if we know she always says it, why aren't we more prepared? Because then we have to spend so much time afterwards thinking of what we would have said, but then we don't (laughs) say it again. Yeah. And listen, my mom means- Be unsurprised. Be unsurprised. Be unsurprised. And be prepared. So like when your uncle says the racist thing, when your mom asks you why you're not married, when your aunt asks you if you're still gay, when your brother asks you if you're starting your diet (laughs) soon, when your mother-in-law asks if maybe you've ever considered brushing your children's hair, like just (laughs) be prepared. Okay. And that,
2: and both ends. So be unsurprised and be prepared for the 10%. Like that is yours to do, right? And the other thing that is yours to do is then let your family do what they do, That's right? right? You're gonna just, you're, you're focused on that 10% and then the rest of your focus is on letting our families be exactly what they are. Exactly as regrettably (laughs) and delightfully as they
1: are because we are being unsurprised and we are letting them be. Right. We're not changing them. We're not changing them on on Thanksgiving. No, we're not. Mm -mm. But we are also not changing ourselves. I love it. All right. So in short, you have three next right things this holiday season. Number one, remember that it's your effing holiday. Okay? Number two, eat, drink what you're supposed to drink, whatever that is. Breathe. Okay? And number three, shit, what was number three? Be unsurprised. Be unsurprised, <laughs> Be unsurprised when the holidays get hard. Don't forget, we can do hard things. I give you Tish Melton and Brandy Carlisle.
3: Other side, I chased desire. I made sure I got what's mine, and I continue to believe.